Yeah, Spencer Pryor is back with us this week after sleeping through is he last there? week's episode. Are you awake this week, Spencer? <laughs> yeah, I was awake last week. I listened to the first half hour and you pair of muffins are <laughs> so boring. That's why I fell asleep. <laughs> Oh, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, Spenner, let's, uh, uh, before we get into the Premier League, I just want your thoughts on the Lineker affair. Uh, Of course, if you don't know, the Match of the Day host taken off hosting duties after his tweets about government policy and then reinstated. Uh, The football community seemed to pretty much speak as one on this topic. Oh, my God. Football community one, BBC nil, I think, (laughs) is the shout. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> they didn't. They didn't half misread that, didn't they? You can't. You can't. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. I'm glad that he's going to be back on the show, and it was great to see everybody getting behind him because you know everybody, everybody should be able to speak out about certain things. You know, it's his social media platform, and yeah. they let him. They let him come out and speak about Qatar, didn't they? But oh no, when it's coming back home, they try to put the curtain on him, yeah. pull the curtain down. So. You know, they let him they let him go on Qatar and scripted stuff about what his thoughts on that. But the minute he came out and said about something back home, well, when when the boss of BBC gives four hundred thousand pounds to the Conservative Party, it's no wonder he wanted to stand up for his mates. But good on every all the football community for getting behind him. Yep, all the commentators came out in support as well and refused to work on match of the good. day. And uh, really, it is the thin end of the wedge. If you allow governments to dictate uh, what public figures can and cannot say, then you're no longer living in a democracy. So thankfully, uh, the BBC has seen sense, but I'm sure there's going to be a bit of fallout down the line. Um, Let's talk about uh, the action on the field. Uh, Arsenal got that dramatic win over Bournemouth last week. Uh, Sunday's performance rather more straightforward against Fulham, and they just keep clocking up the wins, don't they, the Gunners? Yeah, obviously, after Man City went and won, which I guess we'll talk about in a bit, the fact that Arsenal then just put on a first-half display like they did. and You know, Fulham, Fulham top eight side, Craven Cottage, tough place to go and play. They absolutely blew them out of the water in the first half. It was such a good performance. You know, they had one goal disallowed for v- uh, an offside with VAR just before they then went on the route and... Yeah, it was it was an insane first half performance. I wouldn't say they took the first they they took their foot off the gas second half, but Fulham Fulham sort of tweaked their their, their set up a little bit and tried to make a bit of a game of it. But it was kind of done by half time, and it was it was just beautiful football to watch, top football. And you mentioned uh, Manchester City there; they they they've kept up pace mm. with Arsenal. They were made to work hard uh, for that win, though. Gundogan earning um, earning the penalty before Haaland scored his twenty eighth goal of the season from the penalty spot. Can they keep up the chase? You know, in both the league and on and the Champions League fronts. Hope so. I mean, you see, uh, I mean, Pep's come out and had a little bit of a pop at Kevin De Bruyne, saying he needs to keep the ball a lot more to get his place back in the starting so, it's good when you've got Kevin De Bruyne sitting on the bench and getting frustrated because he's not mm. starting. It was a tough, tough game. And, and for some reason, Palace seemed to do well against Man City all the time. And, you know, they're fighting for their lives. It sounds ridiculous. I mean, they're 12th in the table, but they're only three points off relegation. Mm. They haven't had a shot on goal, a sh- one single shot on goal in the last three games. And... It seems that they're trying to um, tighten up and be hard to beat 
rather than going and being open and trying to score. And look, they were playing Man City, who were going to dominate with the ball anyway. But, you know, Palace didn't come out and have a go at all, like literally at all. Try to frustrate Man City, see if they could get, get them on the counter. Man City nullified that and just dominated with the ball. But again, super hard. It, and, and until you've been in it, right, Bosky, you know yourself, until you've played against two banks of four with a deep block, how hard it is to break down. It's mm. so hard to break down. Um, but, you know, credit credit to Man City. They grinded it out. It was, and, and the goal, I mean, it was it was a corner and they just switched off for a second, a, literally a split second. Gundogan goes and gets it and, and earns a side a penalty and it's a bit of a lazy challenge in the box. And, and that, that it's a defining moment in the game. And, and there, there wasn't many chances. I think Haaland had one in the first half. He probably should have hit the target at least. But, you know, yeah, sloppy moments defending and it's cost them the game, Palace. And the title race uh, is still on. Five mm. points between the two. Now, uh, not a particularly good weekend for either Manchester United, uh, who drew nil-nil at home to uh, the bottom club, Southampton, and for Liverpool, who were beaten 1-0 by Bournemouth. I mean, it, it, again, it's a head-scratch. We've said this a lot this season about Liverpool. They go and beat Man United 7-0 one week and then lose to Bournemouth the next is that why yeah, I fell asleep the only last week? I didn't come on last week. <laughs> 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 that's the only reason I didn't oh, want to talk to you, Broski. He comes straight back after on after. Seven... <laughs> Mate, after you won 7 0, see all the old Liverpool players coming out this week and everybody's wearing their Liverpool shirts again and oh, we're back. Now you've gone back under the Duna and you can stay under there. You've got, you've got Champions League Real Madrid this week and then your next three games, I think, are Man City. Chelsea and uh, Man City away, Chelsea away, and Arsenal at home. They're your next three league games. So good luck with those, my friend. <laughs> it's going to be a tough, a tough, tough four games for you, Scousers. But all the best. Oh, brilliant. It, it, it was a look, the last time Liverpool played Bournemouth, they beat them 9 0. Mm-hmm. So it just shows the transition of where Liverpool are at at the moment. And it's more they're away from, right? They're, I think they've won something like three out of 13 games away from home. Yeah. And and their home form's been okay, but it's their stuff on the road where it's been letting them down. As for Man United, I mean, Casemiro getting sent off was obviously a real disappointment for him. I, I would argue that he's the second best holding midfielder behind Rodri in the league. He, he, if not... He's very close to being the best holding midfielder, and it was it was harsh in football five ten years ago when it he probably wouldn't he probably wouldn't have got sent off for what he did, but he's a big big loss for them now. And because he got sent off earlier in the month, he's now going to get an extra game ban. So I think he gets like a four game ban. Wow, it's a big loss. For, it's a big loss for Man United going on their running. So. Yeah, you're right. They just they 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 they're moving forwards, and then suddenly there's a blip, and it just opens the door again for Tottenham and for uh, Newcastle to try and pick them off. Mm. Tottenham uh, won against Nottingham Forest. Uh, Harry Kane and Son Heung Min finally uh, back on the score sheet together in the same game, and a win for Newcastle over Wolves as well. So Spurs in fourth, 48 points. Newcastle fifth, 44. Liverpool sixth, 42. 
Uh, now, I wanted to finish off just by asking you a question about this relegation race is extraordinary. You mentioned Palace right, in 12th, 27 points. Then it's Wolves 27, Forest 26, Everton 25, Leicester 24, West Ham 24, bottom three, Bournemouth 24, Leeds 23 and Southampton 22. So there's only three points between Bournemouth in the relegation zone and Palace in 12th. I mean, you, you can throw a net over all of those clubs and say any three can go down, but which three are going to go down in your opinion? I knew you was going to ask me that. <laughs> so I was having a look at it. I Heard think, your money. <laughs> I think Southampton, mm. Bournemouth. I think Southampton, Bournemouth. Yep. And then I think one's going to get dragged into it. Who's the one? I hate to say it. hate to You're say it, but I think it. Leicester. Oh, wow. That's, that's you off the Leicester. Christmas card list at King Power. Oh, <laughs> uh, don't. Look, they had a great... <laughs> They had a they had a shocking start to the season, disastrous start. Then they had a great run just before the World Cup, got themselves up mid table, and since then the wheels have come off again. Mm. I, I I I you know they're losing their home games, they're not scoring goals. It's it's not looking good for them, and you know the the natives are getting restless and there's talk of you know do we want Brendan Rodgers out but I, I'm not sure they're going to get rid of him because of the you know he's, I, I think he did an amazing job given the financial restraints he's been working under and the players they've been selling yeah but that they've got four games coming up that they should be picking up if from those four games if they don't pick up eight points and get themselves sort of back to where mid-table, get themselves around 33, 34 points, then then I think they're going to be in trouble. Next four games will decide if Leicester are in it or out. Okay, okay. Um, one quick text message from Texie Smith, Spenner. Uh, he says, now I know a little bit about uh, Spenner's Cardiff City contract. I want to know a whole lot more. Did Spencer or his agent read the contract before signing it? Now, if people don't know, this is uh, when you had to eat the sheep's testicles under Sam Hammam. That's correct, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, funny, like my, I was representing, so my agent was Mick Maguire from the PFA. Yeah. So the PFA did all my contracts. So we got this thing and, and I was I went down there and we were speaking and we were looking to get the contract done. And for, for those that don't know, the Welsh are called sheep shaggers, right? Or they, that's what people from England call them anyway. Right? So Sam wanted to play on that, being from the crazy gang. He's like, oh, we, it's a bit of fun. We'll have a bit of fun with you. So we want to put in there that at the owner's request, you have to eat sheep's testicles and you have to have a physical liaison with a sheep. So... <laughs> Classic stuff. I said, go and stick it in. So <laughs> Mick, Mick sort of said, are you sure? Mick goes, are you sure? I said, oh, come on, it's a bit of fun. Anyway, we went to a, a, a fans forum up at up the Ronda Valley. So we went to a fans forum and lo and behold, they turned up with this big kebab thing full of sheep's testicles. So I did eat the sheep's testicles. I was going to have the liaison with the sheep if I needed to, but I'm married, so I couldn't. <laughs> and if I did, if I did, the missus knew it was purely going to be professional. There was no emotional tie in it at all. Brilliant, Spanner. I love that story. I've heard it before, but it's funny every time. Hey, uh, the clock's beating us. Thanks, mate. And uh, we'll speak to you next week. See you, mate. Take care, boys.
That's, See you next uh, week. Bye-bye. That's Spencer Pryor this week in the Champions League. Uh, Man City Leipzig on Wednesday. They're one all after the first leg. Porto trailing into by a goal to nil. Uh, Thursday, it is Real Madrid leading Liverpool 5-2 and Napoli uh, leading Eintracht Frankfurt. Next weekend in the Premier League, Sunday morning, Southampton, Tottenham and Chelsea, Everton. Then on Monday morning, Arsenal against Crystal Palace. You'll be able to listen to those games on SEN and the SEN app. And in the FA Cup, it's uh, Man City, Burnley on Sunday morning. And then Sunday night, Monday morning, Sheffield United, Blackburn, Brighton, Grimsby and Manchester United against Fulham. Off to another quick break. On the other side of it, we'll talk women's football with Teo Pellizzeri.